Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast for April 12th, 2021. As much as I enjoy making this podcast for Minor and Landis, this week I get to rest my vocal cords and we get a treat. The writer of Immigration Update, partner Lynn Walker, personally brings us an important update regarding COVID-related travel restrictions. So, without further ado, I'm going to turn the mic over to Lynn. If you have been following our podcast, you may recall that on March 15th, we shared that President Biden issued Presidential Proclamation 10143, which suspended entry of immigrants and non-immigrants, with certain exceptions, who pose a risk of transmitting COVID-19 from the United Kingdom, excluding overseas territories outside of Europe, the Republic of Ireland, the Federative Republic of Brazil, the Republic of South Africa, and the Schengen area countries, which include Germany, Austria, Belgium, the Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Liechtenstein, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, the Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Slovakia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. In addition, proclamations issued by former President Trump, namely 9984 and 9992, remain in effect and suspend the entry of immigrants and non-immigrants from China, with the exception of the special administrative regions of Hong Kong and Macau, and Iran, respectively, who pose a risk of transmitting COVID-19. It is really important to understand and keep in mind that Presidential Proclamation 10143, 9984, and 9992 are suspensions on entry based on physical presence in one of the listed countries. Each proclamation specifically suspends entry into the United States of immigrants or non-immigrants who were physically present within any of the listed countries during the 14-day period preceding their entry or attempted entry into the United States. These proclamations do not bar individuals from entering the United States if they have not been physically present in the listed countries during the 14-day period preceding their entry. That is, If an immigrant or non-immigrant has a valid visa or entry document and has been present, for example, in Canada, Mexico, or the Bahamas for the 14-day period preceding their entry into the United States, they are not barred from entering the country, even if they are citizens from one of the listed countries. Although the proclamations only suspend entry if an immigrant or non-immigrant has been present in one of the listed countries during the 14-day period preceding their entry or attempted entry into the United States, U.S. embassies and consulates throughout the world have interpreted these proclamations as authorization to refuse to issue visas to individuals applying in the listed countries. Since March 2020, there have been thousands of foreign nationals who applied for immigrant or non-immigrant visas in the listed countries whose visas have been denied based solely on these proclamations because U.S. embassies and consulates have interpreted the entry ban as an actual visa issuance ban. 
Such denials have resulted in families being separated and have caused significant financial harm to U.S. employers who are unable to bring their talented, highly skilled, and essential employees to the United States. As a result of the U.S. embassies and consulates misinterpretation and misapplication of these proclamations, on April 8, 2021, the American Immigration Lawyers Association, also known as AILA, and its litigation team sued the U.S. Department of State and Secretary of State Antony J. Blinken in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia. In a press release issued by AILA, Director of Federal Litigation Jesse Bless states, quote, Courts have repeatedly told the Department of State that it cannot adopt a no-visa policy when the President suspends the entry of individuals by proclamation. The failure of the agency in this instance is particularly egregious because individuals who obtain a visa can enter the country after they go to another country and quarantine for 14 days. The agency has regretfully been unwilling to consider the concerns raised by AILA and our members' clients. This litigation is due to that refusal to recognize the unlawfulness of the no-visa policy." Close quote. AILA and its litigation team are very confident that this lawsuit will be successful and result in the district court telling the Department of State that it cannot use these proclamations to deny visa adjudication and visa issuance to applicants who are otherwise qualified to receive their immigrant or non-immigrant visas. We expect a decision on this lawsuit shortly. As always, Minor and Landis will continue to monitor the situation and will publish updates as they happen. Until the court issues a decision, however, our continued advice to all non-immigrants in the United States is to avoid non-essential travel is we cannot guarantee there won't be any adverse decisions by immigration and customs officers, even in the case of individuals who are currently permitted to travel and re-enter the United States. We also cannot guarantee that significant changes will not occur while an individual is outside of the U.S., which may preclude their re-entry into the country. Thanks again to Lynn Walker for this week's podcast. And please check in with us next week for another immigration update. Disclaimer, the information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization. Having trouble keeping up with the ever-changing landscape of immigration law? Save time and effort with the Minor and Landis Immigration Update podcast. Each week, we scan the news feeds to find topical issues important for busy immigration professionals and produce a five to 10 minute podcast that you can download easily and listen to while making breakfast, riding the train, or taking the kids to school. Subscribe now and stay up to date with Minor and Landis. For access to more articles and information, please go to www.minor.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R.com.